This is a HeadGum Podcast. I'm Mel. And I'm super excited because this weekend was really great. I was at Walker Stalker and got to see a few panels with the cast. It was really amazing. And I got an episode where I didn't cry. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. We actually laughed in a good way. I was really feeling this episode. It, I just think people might have found it boring, but I, I really enjoyed watching it. I think it. we all needed this. We all did. <laughs> yeah. After last week. We all needed this. Yeah, I saw Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I was like, you. Like, just like looking at him in person. I'm like, you're a bastard. But you're not. Like, I know you're really not. Like, you just play one on TV, but you're a bastard. So, I, I needed a break from someone just being an all-out evil person. Um, which is really cool with the contrast between the new character that was introduced this week and his character and what we got to see last week. So, um, yeah, what were your feelings on the new character introduced? Well, I before that, I just wanted to say greetings to our fair listeners because I feel like I'm feeling Renfair right now. I'm feeling very Renfair right now. <laughs> trying not to slip into some old English because of this episode. I mean... Best entrance ever. Just reclining on his throne with with the dreads, with the freaking tiger at his side. Oh my god. That's some Game of Thrones shit. I mean, that was that was a legit entrance. I loved yeah, it. I tweeted and I was like, yes, this is very Tyrion and Barriss and I'm like, yeah. I really wish they could be that smooth with it. (laughs) They wish. They wish. (laughs) I really loved his dialogue. Um, And I read the comics. I was was more excited about Ezekiel being introduced than the Negan. um, Only because it's going to be a really good contrast in the characters. Um, And of course I saw some tweets tonight and I felt... I was in my feelings because of things that had happened at Walker Stalker, so I was really snappy today, and someone tweeted, like, well, you guys don't read the comics. I was like, you know what? That's irrelevant, but goodbye. And that was it. Never heard from that person again. Like, I made them feel stupid for, like, all of 30 minutes, and I was like, yay! So- <laughs> and this is why I stopped tweeting speculation, because every time I do, somebody has to say, well, this is what happened in the comics. I'm like, I didn't tweet that so you can tell me what happened in the comics. I tweeted it because I'm just curious and I'm speculating, you know, as we do when we watch shows that we like. I feel like the fan interaction between, and we talked about this last week, between the comic book readers 
and people that don't like it, it's fine it you're gonna be obnoxious um be obnoxious at home not on twitter um especially on a hashtag where we're gonna see it do not use dim dead saying you guys don't read the comics because i'll come for you i'm now on the lookout for you all <laughs> your morning. and i will come at you and i'll start using old english so let's go <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be talking like that tomorrow at work, so <laughs> come hither. <laughs> come hither, fair maiden, <laughs> and partake of this pomegranate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh God. So let's talk about Carol. <laughs> Carol and um, her continuing issues. <laughs> and I, that is something that I I, I tweeted this as, as well. I have to remind myself at times that Carol has a domestic abuse mentality and just has a hard time in the world that they're living in to accept the fact that they're, if something is actually good and good for you, um, I think that's her problem and I think a lot of people get mad at her and I'm one too, but then I have to go back and remind myself that um, she had some really crazy moments yeah Um, and she kind of went over the deep end and like overcompensating for her past like before she had no power over what was happening to her and then she had all the power (laughs) of what was happening to her and the group and now she's just taking a moment to sit back and think I am responsible for killing a whole bunch of people and that's kind of insane yeah, she. I think she knows that a lot of what has happened has been her fault, um, because her ass don't know how to stay in one spot and just be, a, you know, just be. And I feel like her relationship with Morgan um, has been a positive thing for her, and it has allowed her. She's starting to come out. And realize that, okay, maybe I do need to chill. Like, I need a chill pill. But it's going to take some time. And I think uh, Ezekiel's going to help with that. <laughs> Showing up at her door with the pomegranate. I mean, and like, tiger. Pomegranate was, and chill. <laughs> oh, my God. Pomegranate and chill. Oh, my word. <laughs> oh, Mel, Why? <laughs> leaning against that door <laughs> it's the way he did like yo like I know I got this bad dread wig on right now struggle dreads <laughs> like that's one of their better wigs though I I I uh, I'm so sick of black people getting horrible wigs on TV shows oh my god everybody in that show who wears wig it's horrible they're really it's- bad with the wigs <laughs> I don't understand. You. Uh, uh, I think all of their budget goes to blood and guts. And then, you know, I, what's I, left over goes to wigs. It's, but as somebody said on Twitter, they were like, you're in Atlanta. Like, somebody could hook you up. This is the lace front, like, capital of the world. So you're telling me that you can't find somebody to find you a good lace front dread? Like, or, or just something. <laughs> like, just Lord Jesus, fix it. Because y'all aren't doing anybody any favors by these wigs. Like, I can't. My my nerves aren't built for the wigs. <laughs> I, they're not. 
Well, it wasn't as bad as Jesus's wig. His wig was so bad. It was so Ugh. bad. Like the wig, the beard. Do we have to talk about him? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I have so many feelings about him and just his whole, like, person. Like, screw you. Like, it's like I keep forgetting about him except for the wig. <laughs> the wig I can't so forget bad. about that. It's... It's ingrained in my mind. It's not going away. It was like a How to Get Away with Murder season one wig. It was so bad. Mm. Like, mm, mm. I'm glad they fixed it. They realized on How to Get Away with Murder. They're like, oh, oh, black people are coming for us. Let's fix this. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Walking Dead will get it one day. Um, But I I don't know. We'll see. But I mean... Carol seems open to it, I, and the end of the episode was was really good. I, I liked the ending for me, um, and me her storyline for, ep- for the episode. I really did like it, um, and of course that scene with her and Ezekiel and talking um, when he dropped the act and she dropped her act. Yeah, I, just the pulling of the Oz curtain. You know, I, I really, like, it's just, mm-hmm. like, I'm such a big Wizard of Oz fan, so whenever I see anything, like, someone dropping the persona of, oh, I came in and I was this savior trope, um, it's just, that's what it was. And I was like, huh, really? Okay. <laughs> I see you. I had some, I was scared where the episode was going because there was that singing, and I was like, yo, Ryan Murphy directed and wrote this, didn't he? <laughs> I was waiting for them, to, somebody to pull out a lute. I was waiting for it. Oh my god! <laughs> or a nice oh. little guitar, a nice or little something like our acoustic solo. And like I can't, I, I can't utterly wrap my mind around the fact that that scene happened. It was very unnecessary. I get that they were going to show like, oh, it's the kingdom and they're great. Until you saw that they are cold blooded. Oh my god. Can we talk about how cold-blooded they are when it comes to Negan's people? Does that count as cold-blooded, though? Because I feel like Negan's people deserve all the horrible things that happen oh, no, to no, them. Oh, no, 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 that's the thing. I, I feel like it. that's justice. I feel like they're doing justice right there. I just, oh, God. I was like, you choke I... on that rotten meat, all of you. <laughs> oh, my God, that's They're so doing good. God's work. <laughs> They are. No, you know what they're doing? They're doing Bob's work. Bob's <laughs> warm y'all. <laughs> he said it is tainted meat. <laughs> so, it's not God's work. Me. Bob's work from the grave. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, we miss you, Bob. Every we now. do. <laughs> but yeah, that was a smart thing for them to do. Getting the meat I, I all disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, I was very, very, very much so impressed with that scene and, and the storyline. and You know, as vegan people... They have their hooks well, in everybody. I know, right? Like, they are, like, diversifying their... Like, I didn't know you could diversify during the apocalypse, but they figured out how to do so, so kudos to y'all. Like... <laughs> Congratulations! Oh you my, did someone it. tweeted that Negan's people are basically student loans. I'm like, that is so true. They can always find you, and they'll take everything that they can from you. 
fucking Sally Mae. Like, I mean, ah, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> my, my, my heart, like, I, mm. I mean, yeah. nothing puts the fear in you like Sally Mae does when they call you. <laughs> so Sally Mae says, you, someone also tweeted that, like, uh, Negan, they posted a picture of Negan smiling with mom from Futurama, and I was like, it's the same person. <laughs> showed how society can work and I mean I, I'm glad I hope it does yeah and I'm someone tweeted and I know it and Rick gonna come in there and just blow that place to fucking pieces like cause I was like Carol I was like I want to believe this is legit but we've been through so much shit that I can't even look at this and think you guys are oh I was like what do you do you have like little kids buried in the basement what is it that's happening here Alexandria Terminus. I'm about over it and finding. And then I and then I thought I was like, if I show up, if I find myself in a place called the Kingdom, at first I'm gonna look for straight jackets because obviously people are nuts. But I would just feel uncomfortable because that's that's quite a name, an expectation to put on a place. And mm-hmm. if that expectation, if you don't live up to that expectation, I'm out. Where I, I agree with Carol, like I'm going to bounce. I don't necessarily have time for this. So I don't know. I think if I showed up at a place called the Kingdom and they let me be a knight and gave me a horse and some weapons and some armor, I'd be like, yes, <laughs> I'm totally with you. No, but then there's the tiger. Okay, and then there's like, can a, I pet the tiger? <laughs> Probably not. They're saying it's Sheba, but it's actually. Shiva, like that's what she said. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you guys don't, don't get mad, because like then people started. They're like, now nah, it's Shiva. No, it's Shiva. Like she's a goddess. I just wanted to know how the hell he caught a tiger, and I'm glad he told the story. Otherwise, they could have left that shit a mystery, and I would have been mad for the next four or five seasons. Like, where did the tiger come from? <laughs> but I respect the tiger and all its glory. Um, but you can't show up at my. You can't show up at my door with with a tiger and not expect questions to be asked. Yeah, so, like I said, if you show up at my door with a tiger and a pomegranate, I'm in this, you know, the apocalypse and I ain't had any in a while. Pomegranates? Any pomegranates or coffee? I don't know. Just invite you in. Come on. Let's have coffee by the fire. So, I mean, I can kind of get where you need your own space. Carol has been through so much. She's lost a husband, even though he was an asshole. She's lost a daughter. She's lost the rest of her group, people that she's been with Mm -hmm. since the beginning. So... Having someone to attach to, even though she's attached herself to Morgan. Has she attached herself to Morgan, or has Morgan just stuck to her? Morgan is your grandpa. He's the grandpa, like, I've always wanted. Like, to be completely, like, honest. Like, because he's like, hey, I'm going to check up on you. How you doing? And that's what I want. (laughs) And so... God, I don't have that from Grandpa. I know that's horrible to say, but no. <laughs> so 
I just, like, I feel like, yes, that's what he is. I don't know if she's necessarily, like you said, attached herself to him, but I know that he's definitely attached himself to her. He wants to check in on her, and I think she needs to attach herself to someone who's not related to her past and moves forward. So, I'm, you know, I think I'm on the bandwagon of shipping them. And I think he understands um, where she's coming from, so I think that's going to help a lot. I mean, they've both been in that place where, you know, I kind of went overboard with the killing and then I, I really regretted it and I regretted my life decisions. And this is where I came out on the other side. And she has to figure out where she's going to come out on the other side. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can, I can agree with that. Um, was there anything else in this episode that kind of stood out to you? I was just, the whole, like her overkill scenes. Like, she was, like, my hero. She's like, oh, can you get me a tissue? I'm gonna steal these clothes. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so jarring each time (laughs) she does that helpless, you know, housewife thing. So jarring. Because it's it's because you know her past, and it's like, okay, well, damn, is she really helpless? No, she's just... That Carol again... Darn you, yeah, it's just like that. So, I mean, she's a mess and a half, but we love her. But that goes back to what you are saying before about her being, you know, a domestic abuse survivor because you have to learn how to do that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's no other way, I think, to kind of survive the stuff that she's been through if she hasn't put that mentality. She still has that mentality. Um, That's why I think she attached herself to Daryl as hard as she did. Um, and you were, me watching that when she was attaching herself to Daryl, I was like, no, don't do that. (laughs) Don't. No. No, ma'am. I think it's kind of sweet. (laughs) Mm. I mean, Daryl, like, coming back with his ear necklace after looking for her kid. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. You're like, Mel, no. Stop. I don't know. (laughs) No pomegranate and chill with Daryl. I don't know where my contempt for Norma Reedus comes from. Like, I really don't. I feel like it's probably the fandom. (laughs) It's the fandom because you want to talk about, okay, Walker Stalker. There was a, like, huge-ass line just to see him. Like, to do, like, a photo op. And it was, like, literally the length of a floor at at a convention center. And I'm like, you know what? No. No. No, we're not. I'm going to go sit my happy ass down and watch Teresa and Sasha and, and, and just have a good time. I'm not going to wait. And apparently they have been waiting in line oh, for no. five hours. And I was like, <laughs> he ain't worth it. No. Actually, I've met Norman Reedus, but this was like after the first season mm-hmm. of Walking Dead. And he wasn't even, I, I, he was at Dragon Con, but he wasn't really there for Walking Dead. He was there for Boondock Saints 2. Uh-huh. So then I met him and I got my picture taken with him and it was like 20 bucks. And we had an entire, like a 20 minute conversation about bubblegum. Okay. And I was like, this was nice that I got this out of my system <laughs> before and things got hectic. That's my thing though. What made me so mad about that experience this weekend was like, they were all charging $80. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I, was, I was 
like for eighty dollars, you better call my grandmother and give her the secrets of life. Like, not for like just anybody. Like, and not, and there are people going to each one. I'm like, you're dropping me. That's a lot of money. I don't have time for that. Eighty bucks. Like, we better go get dinner, and you're paying exactly. for it. Exactly. <laughs> what is happening right now? Um, I don't like anybody. I don't like anybody eighty dollars worth, and I don't like anybody five hours in line worth. Mm-mm. No, I'm trying to think of anybody I would pay $80 a lot. Not even John Boyega, and I love him. For $80, John Boyega and Idris Elba would both have to take me out to dinner and let me have my way. <laughs> I think you have to pay a little bit more than $80 okay, for that I'd one. I'd pay, you know, I'd pay the fee for it. I'd pay the fee. I'd buy, I'd buy the bullet and pay the fee. I mean, <laughs> you're like, here's a blank check. Here's a blank check. I, just let me know what you're gonna write before you write it. I, I get you guys. And they're like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "I just have you. I own you. It's okay. Just like don't don't question it. Okay, Jedi mind trick. There it is. Um, but I think um, you know the Walker well, Walking Dead fandom definitely is different from region to region, and that's all I have to say about that. Um, but I think Is it? that I, I love my blurred community and what we do for for Walking Dead and tweeting together because it just makes it so much more open mm-hmm. and it's it's just a good time. Um, now, now, what are your thoughts for the episodes to come? I feel like this episode was like a bomb for my soul. So if we could have the rest of the season or at least the rest of the half season take place on the kingdom and never check back with Alexandria, I would be happy. (laughs) I know that's not going to happen. So for the rest of the season, I, and I predict a lot of heartbreak. I had a moment. Yeah. So, I'm at Walker Soccer, and uh, Kaylin, the girl who plays Enid, comes on stage. I'm like, we have to see her reaction to Glenn dying. I can't do it. Like, no. <laughs> like, what is happening? I don't understand. Like, I'll, oh my God, Carol's reaction to Glenn dying. Be, you know, Enid. Uh, like, there's a few key characters who are gonna have a like, uh, very, uh, like. It's good that episode is going to be just like him dying all over again. And I think that um, we've got a lot more to see from Rosita and Sasha. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, but I'm not- and also them telling the rest of Alexandria, it's like, you know that plan that we had where we were going to go, you know, kick ass, take names and be independent? Well, it screwed us horribly. Yeah, by the way, and now we screwed us. us. <laughs> like I brought this trouble upon us and we may all die because of it God, like like at that point if I were like a citizen of Alexandria you know that little girl video with the little, what's her name Chloe where she's making that face like what the fuck are you talking about that would like, <laughs> why <laughs> like what what did we do to deserve this why did we who brought him here <laughs> who asked you Rick <laughs> What's that line from Farmer Refuted? Um, uh, what is it? On Hamilton. What does he say? 
Yo, who the F is this? Yes. Oh my god, it's like... <laughs> now I'm hearing, um... Like, I'm hearing Negan singing, like, King George's part. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I'm gonna send a battalion to prove my love by slaughtering your entire settlement. Oh this is apocalyptic Hamilton. We gotta find a laugh somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, we got to. So I, I can't. So apparent. So we have to, in our minds, say that that he's that Rick is is Hamilton. I don't want to give Rick the title of Hamilton. What? That's a big oh no, part. God. He's not. I don't think any of the characters fits. It's just some of the songs. Yeah, fit. I don't think char- oh, the, Yeah, the, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see a duel between those two. I feel like, no, it would be, like, Negan and Ezekiel have a duel. And <laughs> I would, that would be, like, the ultimate, like, showdown. It'd be really awesome. Um, I feel like Ezekiel should just sick the tiger on him and let the tiger eat him. Just like that. I don't want to. No duel. See, Just let the tiger eat him. I don't want to see Negan. See, because you know what? They're twisted. I don't want to see Negan kill an animal. I'm not there. I don't think Negan's going to kill the tiger. You know what we, we need to do? We need to throw Negan in a pit with the pigs and let the pigs eat him. Oh. Like, I don't even want him to have a quick death. I want him to have a horribly painful, ugly death. Yes. Kind of like what he did to Glenn and Abraham, you know? But with pigs. <laughs> I mean... I'm still having nightmares about eyeballs popping out, so... Oh, my God. There was somebody, his cosplay was amazing. He actually took the time and did the whole full face makeup and the eye popping out, and his girlfriend was Negan. I was like, you know, by all means, do that. Not me. No, thank you. Oh, God. I also went to a con this weekend, and I saw two kids dressed up as Negan. I saw a lot of kids dressed up as Negan. I was like, I saw I saw a Harley Negan, which I was like, you know what? You're smart. Congratulations. Use the bat in a different way. Um, but I mean, a, people, a lot of people like him. Um, but what was also really nice was seeing a lot of people dressed as first season Glenn with baseball oh. and baseball caps, and I was like, oh. <laughs> tribute which sucked because he wasn't on one panel at walker stalker so i was was he there he was there but no 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 panel which sucked so i was like you know okay that's the one person you kind of want to hear talk about it but i will say the michonne and carl panel was amazing like I could just watch Talking Dead with just Denai and and Chandler. Like, uh, oh my gosh. And then what they did was really cool. They had a bunch of people that had cosplayed as Carl with one eye line up in front. And he saw it and he's like, oh my god. And I was like, it's so cute. <laughs> like, like, he's so adorable. Like, in person, he's just like the smallest little frail thing. And 
in your mind, you have to think he's not a, a little kid anymore. He's a young adult. He's but I'm like, no, we've been watching you since you were, like, baby, so... Little baby Carl. Baby Carl, but they... And now he's, like, you know, little psychotic Carl. Yeah, and I love him for Their that. dynamic, like, even outside of the show, is is really good. So, I mean, there's a lot to take away from that panel, too. So, I, I'm really excited to see more going forward from Michonne and Carl, um on the show to see their relationship after what just happened because he's going to tend since his dad is so broken in my mind he's going to have to rely on Michonne more as that Mm -hmm. that that type of person for him or Carl's gonna step up and become the leader of the group which is what I see him doing that's true too that is. Don't correct me, people who read the comics. I don't want to know. <laughs> Middle players. You do, you do not get to comment and say, well, you know what happened in the comic book. I don't care. I I really don't. We know. I read them. I'm not as far along as most people are. But, meh. Bye. So... I mean, let us enjoy it as it's happening on TV. If Game of Thrones, like, book fans can keep quiet, you guys can keep quiet, too. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, I know. I just, uh, I don't know. This will be a, like, we'll have to give a weekly reminder on these things to say, hey, by the way, we get it. Shut up. So, <laughs> that's just, that'll be what we have to do. But, um, yeah. I think this episode was a lot easier to record after watching last week. We definitely could not have recorded after watching. <laughs> oh, so many nightmares. Oh, my God. I, it was really bad. I had a really bad nightmare, like, two days later. I was like, this is not, not what I needed. Like, I know, I've like never. that night. I've never been scared Ooh. of the show. I wasn't even scared. I was just so upset. I just kept seeing Glenn's, like, destroyed head over and over and over again. Like, his eye popping out, and I just, I could not stop seeing it. (laughs) Oh, God. It was... And then it didn't help that I made chili that Sunday, and I couldn't even eat it. Like, I had to put the chili in the freezer. I still can't eat it. (laughs) Well, I made chili today, and I could eat it just fine. (laughs) (laughs) I ate it just fine watching the episode. I enjoyed my chili. I'm so glad I didn't make it last week like I wanted to. Never mind that it's 85 <laughs> degrees in Atlanta and I just want to have a bowl of chili in October like a normal person. But I enjoyed it. It was really good. Mm. So, yeah, mm. next week, I'm not sure I'm going to make anything heavy to eat. Um, because we got Negan next week and... <sighs> God, I'm so sick of his face. And I've only seen it twice in two episodes. It's so hard to be sick of his face because he's so damn handsome. Like, I don't... I don't even see that anymore. <laughs> anymore, it's just too... It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Like, do not meet me in the street, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Do not. <laughs> it's not going to end well for both of us. I feel like if he... I feel like he's got extra protection now. Because people are just, like, out for blood. Like, we're coming for you. I think that's- Are people out for blood? Because a lot of people seem to still love them. You know how much fanfic is out there with, like, self-insert yourself with Negan? That's gross. 
Yeah. <laughs> you do that, right? 
You do that. I'm, I'm <laughs> Carol in this situation. I'm going to be by myself in my own <laughs> away from everyone. Oh my god. If I was Carol, I would still be in the pickup truck heading to Canada. I don't know why nobody goes to Canada. <laughs> I would be gone. I'd be in Mexico. I'm going to live somewhere cold. Like the two extremes. Somewhere where it's snow all the time, which will, you know, stop the walkers. Or somewhere where it's really hot all the time, like the desert. Where they're just going to shrivel up into raisins. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Mexico seems like my place. I go visit my peoples and uh, be there, you know. Because, I mean, you really want to... I mean, you know there is some Mexican drug lord. Like guns for days and a walker has not touched anything so I'll oh my god when you see some of those the compound houses in Tijuana Jesus you can withstand like a nuclear fallout in some of those houses those are my peoples this is why when Kayla's goes to San Diego goes sees my peoples in Tijuana and say hey anything ever go wrong I got my backs right got my backs compound nice good let's go so I'm just picturing the city filled with a bunch of emo teen walkers. <laughs> They're going to get you. The emo teen walkers are going to get you. I can't. I really can't. Oh, goodness. Well, I really needed this episode. It was so good. And I think that next week we'll be back. But it'll probably be a Monday night podcast because it'll probably be some stuff. It'll probably shake me. Like, they'll probably break Daryl's leg, and I don't like watching people get limbs broken, or they'll, like, snap somebody's neck. I don't know. Something's gonna happen next week, and I'm not... Oh, my God. I don't want to see it. Like, I want them to pull a Glenn last season where we didn't know what happened to him for episodes. Let's do that with Daryl. Because <laughs> I don't want to know. Let's not see Daryl until the end of the season. <laughs> We can see Daryl, like, I don't know, December. Right before they go to break, that last 10 minutes, Daryl's head pops up. And it's like, here he is. And then break. (laughs) Uh, God, that's what it'll be. Everyone's like, and then all of a sudden it'll talk to, uh, cut to um, um, Chris Hardwick, like, ooh, what was that? Be like, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Move on. Move along. We don't know. You know what? Speaking of Chris Hardwick, I have Talking Dead on mute in the background, and he's sitting in a chair, and next to him is a man in a tiger costume with a chain around his neck holding a, <laughs> a bowl of fruit. And I don't know what's going on. <laughs> if that's not... It's very strange. Not- and it reminds me of Furries at Con. And- okay. <laughs> you know what? That's a great place to end the podcast, because we're not going to get to Furry <laughs> Like when you go to Dragon Con and then you're just like, oh, furries. <laughs> My word. I don't even, I can't even go there. I can't. I, I, I'm not because I don't feel like offending people tonight. <laughs> well, they have their own, you know, parties and their own thing going on. And it's, yeah, good for them. Yeah. Have your fun where you can have By it. All means, do that. Do it. I mean. I don't need to know about it. I'm good. Yeah. Right up there with bronies. Bronies, furries, you stay right there in a bubble. You're in my nerd bubble. 
and I don't ever need to pop it. <laughs> so my nerve bubble. This is such a weird episode. Oh my god, pomegranate and chill. That's gonna be my <laughs> my phrase for going back to a happy place. Yeah, you take that back. You're the one that brought up furries, so that's your fault. I brought. Well, I, I it's Chris Hardwick's fault. You brought up furries, so it's been a fully packed podcast episode of these. <laughs> I feel like the the Lucille toy was the worst. <laughs> Don't judge me. Oh, God. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in again for episode two. I know this one's a little bit longer, but we were in a better mood after this one. So, once again, I'm... If you listen to this whole thing, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sorry (laughs) if you're going to have nightmares. I know. It's going to be bad, but yeah, like... Like I said, I'm Kayla. (laughs) And I'm Mel. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Good night. That was a HeadGum Podcast.